Hello, this is Tamsin Wolf and welcome to Bullseye. This is the very first episode in a series of around 25 episodes or so as I tell my story about half a lifetime's anecdotes of abuse. Sexual, emotional, physical and spiritual. And how, especially when it begins in early childhood, it writes on the slate of who you turn out to be in life and dramatically changes who you were originally going to be. It obviously comes with some pretty major trigger warnings. Some of my stories, in all honesty, are quite heavy, but others not so much. My ultimate intention in putting this out there is primarily to reach out in validation to others who have not yet found their voice and to assure you that you are never alone. There's a ton of us out there and I see you. And actually speaking of finding your voice, I've attempted to start this podcast several times now and I find that my voice shakes so much that it's really off-putting to listen to. It even began to disappear completely at one point, which has happened all throughout my life whenever I've wanted to speak aloud about this stuff. The several times I have tried conventional therapy, I've wound up pretty sick with throat infections, which I realise, metaphysically speaking, is far from coincidental. So please forgive my often croaky voice as it's just a part of who I am. I hope this podcast is actually a form of therapy, to be honest not just for myself, but for my listeners. I also struggle daily with an often quite debilitating lung condition, which isn't from smoking, which I've never done, but more from a combination of hereditary issues and a shit ton of grief, I imagine. So I do apologise in advance for my obvious shortness of breath at times. It's actually often governed by the weather, heavy cloud cover, etc. And it's one of my off days today, but I need to start somewhere. So, why the name Bullseye? Well, it's a wry nod to a comment made in my presence by a friend of my mother's who had just witnessed a creepy public incident whereupon I had been approached by an older man in a crowded place who had commented something really gross about my large breasts. I was about 12 years old at the time. I had told my mother and she and her friend had laughed it off as was the style of the time you know, 80s parenting and all of that. And then my mum's friend commented gaily, that happens to you a lot, doesn't it? It's almost as if you were born with a target on your head. And obviously, I have never forgotten her ill-considered pronouncement, hence the name of my subsequent podcast, Bullseye. So there you go, eh? I reckon that most people that know me would say I'm pretty confident in most areas of life. I can converse with most people pretty easily. I'm not shy in sharing a funny or bizarre anecdote. I love to write and I think I'm pretty good at it. But I've realised over the last few days that I'm more nervous about this particular project than just about anything else I've ever done, creatively speaking. It's huge for me, quite honestly. Some of these incidents I've never shared with another human being in my whole 51 years of life. Some I've touched on briefly and then never brought up again. Still others have become very public affairs, legally and so forth, so they've actually resulted in criminal charges. One of these is still ongoing, so can't be spoken about at this point, but I'll be sure to keep you posted. When you've had rather a lot of incidents of abuse over time, it becomes quite necessary to pick your battles. If I was to take legal action against every perpetrator of abuse I have encountered throughout my life, 
I would honestly have time for little else. So it becomes a matter of what matters most to you, I guess, where the greatest damage has been done, and in some cases, who's still alive. Taking the legal road in the vast majority of cases is a long, frustrating and completely exhausting one, which I'm sure comes as no surprise to anyone, but I am here to tell you that it can be done. Contrary to popular belief, though, you don't go down this road for revenge, not for notoriety, nor money, as very often there's no material payoff in any way, shape or form. Perhaps if you happen to be part of a class action against a wealthy organisation, such as a church or school or football club or something, then maybe there's monetary compensation at the end of a very long and difficult process, and so there should be. But otherwise, this is most often not the case against the everyday pedophile, so to speak. So, yeah, you do it for yourself in an attempt to reach some kind of closure because your story deserves to be told. You deserve to be seen and heard. Your abuser needs to be identified. Their families and friends need to know who they are. And there's other practicalities as well, just as important. Children need to be safeguarded from them, whether at home or in the workplace. Neighbours, church members, colleagues, they all need to know who and what they're dealing with. You coming forward does go a long way towards keeping another child away from the clutches of this abuser, this pedophile. And one way or another, you will achieve some semblance of justice. It's widely known that the conviction rates of these kind of crimes are depressingly low, not just in Australia, but globally. But slowly, these statistics are changing, painfully slowly, painfully surely, but they are. And the more of us who speak up, the more we will be listened to and treated with the respect we deserve. Even if an abuser ends up with nothing but a blemish on their criminal record, that blemish will be there a long time and it will affect their futures. The legal road is not for the faint-hearted, of that there's no doubt. It's literally bearing your soul, innermost secrets and deepest levels of pain to complete strangers, some more empathetic than others. It's waiting a long, long time for results. It's dredging up every dark moment you ever suffered through and dragging it back out into the light of day. And it's just really, really difficult, which is why so many people don't do it. And to this end, many would ask, why bother? Why live in the past? Why not just let it go and get on with your life? Well, why indeed? I can only answer for myself and nobody else. And it's mostly because I'm just really, really tired on so many levels. It's because here I am at 51 years of age, struggling with acute anxiety, dependent on prescription medication to make it through the day, still riddled with fear of intimacy with any man on any level deeper than a very surface one, doubting whether I'll ever be in a healthy relationship, like ever still having nightmares about things that occurred decades ago, sick to the stomach whenever a news report comes on about child abuse or pedophile rings or child trafficking, desperately wanting to help put an end to these horrors but having no idea how. Believe me, I want to forget stuff, a lot of stuff, but I've found it near impossible. 
I'm a long, long way from healed and a long, long way from over it. But I tell you what, I am here, still here, not in a gutter with a needle in my arm, not in a mental institution, not in jail and not dead via suicide. And millions of others have not been so blessed. So I will keep talking in the hopes that one person may hear me and keep on living as well, or perhaps better still, more than one. So yeah, it's not a cheery subject, but I really hope you'll stick with me as I weave my way through it all. The next episode's going to be called The Trucker, and it's about my earliest and clearest childhood memory. I was four years old and as vulnerable as any child could have ever been, totally alone in a world with a narcissistic mother who forgot she had children. If there really was a target in my head, then it must have appeared right about then. Or maybe there is no target, just a whole lot of monsters walking around. My stories range from randomly being targeted in public, so it would seem, to abuse within the home, rampant neglect and abandonment from those who were supposed to take care of me. Another reason I believe a lot of people don't speak up sooner is in an effort and an attempt to protect their loved ones. Not the actual abusers a lot of the time, but the ones who knew about the abuse, the ones who let it happen and did nothing. So, spoiler alert, my family don't come off real well here. Most especially my mum, who quite frankly failed dismally as a parent. But I'm not actually about protecting anybody anymore, for this is the truth. So join me next time where the journey really begins. It's not light-hearted, though there will undoubtedly be some funny moments. And my fervent hope is that you gain something from listening. Thanks so much for your support, and I look forward to talking to you next week. A more bullseye. Bye.